Yeah, I'm just, I I don't know why, but I'm still waking up, so <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So, what did you fuckers do last time? <laughs> uh, fuck up. Uh, I think we talked. Yeah, a lot of the session was talking, um, but, um. Yeah, so, I know we started off with MB making a phone call to some people, specifically to Jimmy and Alco. Uh, I probably fucked up a bit with Alco. What? Which is par for the course for me, honestly. Uh, got Jimmy on board. Well, kind of on board. He's he's still waiting for me to actually make a goddamn decision. Um, and it, then, then Helen uh, gathered us all to. Uh, well, there is one other thing that happened before that. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, Ga Gabriella went to go meet with the Sedites and basically confirmed that I did the thing that they wanted to get done. And the Sedites were very pleased and decided to form a more permanent working relationship with my family and to basically become our patron in the city and to offer basically protection to us should we get attacked, basically. And then we went and all met up. Uh, unless there was something else that happened in between, I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we all gathered together at Helen's place and had a, a lot of very tense conversations. Yeah. We decided that Yaya's a bitch. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, we decided Yaya's a bitch and Yaya decided we were all fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you two decided that. I think. Uh, I, I, I was still very much apologetic to Yaya because of how much I kind of fucked him over. Yeah, yeah, Yaya has been put in probably the hardest position. Uh, all of his coterie members are plotting to deal with the prince in some ways, and Yaya is the current sheriff, and Yaya now is like, oh, well, both my coterie members are trying to overthrow the prince, and the gang girls are trying to overthrow the prince. Great. And I can't, I can't talk about either one, <laughs> really. It's, it's, it's bad bad for Yaya. Um. Yeah. Uh. Helen and Gabriella talked and kind of reconciled a little bit and basically hashed out some more hash out hash out right now that the both of them are interested in seeing each other again and getting back together. Gabriella just has some shit that she needs to sort out but how she feels about certain things um uh and then gabriella helen and mb talked about mb's because helen and, Ga and gabriella are both of the mind that the prince can die alcohol can die that's great we just need to know what mb's plan is because mb is the one that seems to be the one trying to drive the push for this to happen and we're like cool okay what's your plan then and a lot of arguing happened about what the, precisely the plan should be. To be fair, with MB, all of his plans so far has only blown up in his face, so his confidence in making plans is not 
really great. Yeah. It, because it, it, almost it, every single planet I've ever had has blown up in my face at some point. Yeah. Right now, I think the the thing we were we were sticking point we were trying we got stuck on was what do we do we want the Camarilla to suffer heavy losses when uh, the Gangrel attack them? If if not, or do we want to make sure like the Camarilla is still strong after the Gangrel do their attack? That's like I think was the major point of contention because. Yes. And uh, I think we walked away with right for right now. The plan is like we're we, the first concern is stopping the gangrel, and I think that I'm going to be trying my best to make sure that um, the troops are rallied. Yeah. No, no, uh, like I think the the most the, the 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 thing that's like the most point of contention for MB is the sabot yeah. because in his mind. If the Camry, Camarilla is like weakened too much, then Sabat will just rule the city. And so, luckily, well, with the help of Hannah, unfortunately, he was rem he, he got the advice of if you have two enemy strong enemies, what do you do with them? You pit them against each other. So that is that. I think that's what the plan kind of slowly became is to have the Sabat Inquisition go after the Gangrels as they're going after the Prince. And in the confusion, we try to take out the people we don't like. Yeah. AKA, yeah. For, for, uh, for Helen, that would be the Prince and Alco. For Gabrielle, that would be Octavian. Octavius. Is it Octavian or Octavius? I know it starts with an Octavian. 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 I always, yeah, I always forget the end bit. It's either Octavius or Octavian. Well, Octavian mm. is uh, past tense mm. of Octavius. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's just I, I, I always get confused because I think I also like am also probably getting confused with Doctor Octopus too. Um, so, yeah, I think where we ended off last time was that conversation concluded, and, um, the idea was to get the Inquisition involved. Um, I think I'm going to try and sh get us some extra help, so uh, I think I have a plan for acquiring extra help, but, uh, that'll be something for later, because... As far as we know, the Gangrel attack isn't happening, like, right away, right? We still have time to prepare. Yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, I I forget, who was supposed to go to the Sabat to try to, like, give them the, the bait? Uh, we haven't decided that. We, no, we, we did not discuss who was going to go to the Inquisition and be like, mm -hmm. Hey! I mean, somebody's already done that. They just forgot. Well, I don't think, I don't think Yaya would want to approach the Inquisition on our behalf for this plan, anyways. Yeah, and also the fact you that know, I thought the, I thought we were going to point the Inquisition at the Gangrel. We are, yeah, we but are. But the, the thing only, is, the only person who's talked to the to the Inquisition is Yaya. It's also the fact that we want to do this when the the Gangrel are fight are trying to fight against the Prince and Alco. And um, 
Yeah, that's going to happen at Yaya's place, and I don't think Yaya is going to invite the Sabat over to his place after they already bombed one hospital. It doesn't have to happen at Yaya's place. It happens I... at Yaya's place if we're not prepared. It, it kind of does, because the prince is there. The prince that's doesn't the have to be there. How do we get him away from there? Let me think about it. I don't know off the top of my head. We're doing a lot of. We're doing the same thing we did last time. We're doing a lot of planning in a vacuum right now. This is we basically. How, how about we start off the session with everyone figures out what we're going to be doing, and then we can figure out like if we have any where we need to do any planning, like we can just like out of character plan for a couple of minutes and then get back into the action. Uh, MB is have is has been having a two night mental breakdown so he kind of needs to go see his therapist first uh All right so that's one intention down uh i'm gonna go try and meet some werewolves oh god <laughs> why <laughs> okay uh looks like darks wants to pull lulu uh <sighs> Why, Dark? These, as far as I'm aware, are friends of mine. Um. Oh, God. I think... Did you not hear the evil laugh from the storyteller? <laughs> that should be the first indication that... He... he they are filled with glee and joy at your decision. That's never a good sign. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a fun time, let me tell you. It's gonna be a grand old time, whatever happens. Um, my God. I think my goal for Helen is to talk to Jimmy. All right. And how about Yaya? Yaya's going to go go and find Elwa. Yeah, I remember Yaya saying that's what he wants to do. Ugh. And oh god. Alright. So could everyone roll me a D4 and we'll see what happens. Sure. <laughs> roll one D4. I got a four. I also got a four. You two re-roll. Okay. Got a one. Please let me have a one-two. Nah, man, that would have been funny. Bale got a four. Ren got a one. Uh, Dark and Ren re-roll. I got a four. Oh, <laughs> there it is! Okay. Uh, I, I think at this point, maybe heads or tails. Yeah. Actually, let's go with... Yaya and the... Helen. And I think we can end with Gabriella. Okay. That's good. And with her getting ripped to shreds by Black Spiral Dancers. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Elwa has been spending a lot of time in the ruins of UPMC Mercy. If you want to find him, that's probably the first place you should look. That's exactly where I'm going to go. I'm also going to call Elwa. He picks up at the first ring. Hello. Uh, Elwa, I have... I have to ask of you a boon. The, uh... I need, I need you to listen to me. I, I need to come clean about things that I didn't even know I was coming clean, uh, that, that I needed to come clean about. Um, and so I will tell you everything that I know about the, about the situation. It may actually shed some light on UPMC Mercy and what happened to the Tremir there. Say, this be as far a recollection as, as, as I can tell you, and then some that I did not know. So this will be everything that I know, and we need to use this to possibly stop a war and a coup d'état. May we? Where are you you'll, now? You, you'll find me in my car in the parking garage at Mercy. Be there. Post days. Boom. And he hangs up. And uh, yeah, hops. I believe he's in on his bike. He hops on his bike and heads there. It's a quick drive through the dead of night in the heart of Pittsburgh. You find yourself across the river, back in familiar territory. Elwa is in his cherry red GT coupe, sitting patiently behind the wheel at, on the third level of the parking garage. Yeah, yeah, we'll pull up next to him. He rolls down his window. He and says, Join me inside. Away from prying ears. Yeah, yeah, we'll nod and hop off of the bike and walk in and walk up to the car. Check the back seat first. There's nothing then... there. <laughs> And then sit in the car. Oh. I hope the night has treated you well. Well enough. So, you mentioned coming clean. Yes. So, you know how I told you not too long ago that there wasn't too much craziness that was going on? That's kind of a lie. Um... 
So let's start from the beginning. I, working as a bully boy and being a doctor, pretty normal. After after the CDC, but during that, um, I was just you know doing my job. Summer was weird, and then I start to try to get closer to my um, my regent. Um, she was being really weird towards me. And then I told you that, um, and I told you of this, I was trying to get, I, 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 I told you that she was getting, that she was, that she was starting to do things that I wasn't sure whether they were there to help me or hurt me. Right. I recall. So then she starts to try to dig her hooks into me. And by doing that, by making sure she has a way to manipulate me, she starts to, um, she blood bonds my girlfriend and starts to starts to have sex with her and while doing these she is practicing these ritual this weird ritual with her right during the, all of this she is also she also gains a bunch of humans that have been experimented on and starts to, I would assume, analyze them. But no. But yes and no. She wants to start mass creating these humans who have disciplines implanted into them. This is this is completely wrong. Not only that, she try, keeps trying to manipulate me, manipulate me, and manipulate me. And she succeeds. I start to follow her whims and then i find out that she's sleeping with my girlfriend and then i am forced to participate in this ritual and she's got me under her thumb and she wants me specifically to start creating these 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 mutant these mutants these 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 things and i I'm trying to find a way not to do it. I'm trying to find a way to go over her head and not, because the ritual that she had me perform would have me killed if I were to speak of it. And what is this ritual? And while I am connected to nothing, I am not a Tremid, not truly. She broke my bonds, Eloi. All of them. I. It's very mixed, my feelings. Huh? In some ways, it feels kind of freeing. I feel light. On the other hand, Everything that you've taught me, everything that we are, I am now a walking reason. I am now walking with the sword of Damocles above my head, yet I am no king. And I'm just kind of waiting for the sword to drop. Because if anybody was to learn of this, any Tremere was to learn of this, they're going to send somebody to hunt me. If I was to tell you about it, ah! You would, even, even I, I believe you would have a problem. But here's, here's, here's the big thing. As this continues to get worse 
and worse. We come under siege by the Inquisition. The Inquisition is looking for people who are violating what they deem to be the rules of humanity. And I understand the Tremere will be in their crosshairs if they go into that basement. If they see these people, right? And now, now I try my damnedest to figure out what to do. So I confront them man to man. Apparently. You see, I have no recollection of doing this, but if I was in my shoes, where my regent is causing all of these issues, I don't know who serves her, because everybody's so hush, hush. Nobody talks to each other within the Tremere. This is so tight-knit that I don't know how far it goes, who I can talk to, who I can't talk to. And she's way above my head, manipulating me and everybody around me that I immediately go, okay, let me handle these. Let me handle these myself. I know where the Diablerists are, not the Diablerists. I know where the where, where, where these people doing these dark magics are, these people that are possibly working, that, that are 100% working, working in a way that is going to get us all killed by the Inquisition. And I go, okay, I go. Apparently, I talked to them. I don't know what I said to them. I cannot promise you anything. But I understand that I got my, I made someone erase my memories. Huh? And I know I would only do this not to hide from you or the Tremid, but so that I could fix something. I had to. I had to fix something and I didn't need to know about it. I didn't want me to know about it because I was afraid somebody was going to pry into my mind and rip it out before I could fix the problem. Probably my king himself. So I understand that after that, the Tremere of Pittsburgh were attacked, but also they attacked the palace of our dear king of Pittsburgh at the same time. I had no idea this was going to happen. I sprung into action. I tried to help as many people as I could. I tried to say, I, I now know that I thought that, that that the infection that was our regent getting purged was both a blessing and a curse because we lost so many Tremid. But now knowing that it's my fault, pulls on me. Now, the, 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 the botanical gardens was, had nothing to do with it. I have no idea. I know it did. I don't know I don't know how they ever would have found that that's not a me thing now 
we fast forward. I've been doing my job. You've come here. And I've, how do I put this? I've been, I've been trying to fight a war on all sides since you've been here. You've seen this. You've seen my work. You've seen what I've done. You've seen that I've taken in the entire, taken in the entire Camarilla under my, uh, under, under my, uh, un un under the, under my, my, my roof, my own roof. I've made sure that everybody's okay. But now, now the gangrel who have been going against the teachings of the Camarilla, just as it seems so many others have been doing, they've been creating so many so many so many children so many childer that they are 50 to 60 gangrel strong maybe they plan to take and rest their primogen at the top of the food chain of the camaria and then I've heard tell of other upstart kindred also vying to take out the king. And I can't help but think that that is the stupidest thing because I don't particularly think that the Anarchs want him gone. They are old friends. And I cannot particularly think that to me, from my eyes, that if we were to uproot our king, a, a power vacuum would come in the, the sabbat we've been fighting this entire time are going to pour into that vacuum and we will lose Pittsburgh. So I don't know what to do. I've been fighting and fighting. I've done things. I've committed war. I've done everything I can for the Tremere in my own way to where I've had to attack the Tremere to protect the Tremere. I've had to, I've, I've had to fight on all sides, a war that I'm not even sure anybody else wants to win. And now I come to you, the person I care the most about, that I understand that after hearing all of this, you could easily, easily take my life. And maybe it'd be, maybe, maybe that'd be, that'd be something that needs to be done. But I know I've done everything. Everything I could and I've respected your teachings and everything I've learned and respected Pittsburgh. And I've, I've put more of my blood, soul, and everything else on the line than most other people here would have done. Cause that's who I am. <sighs> so Elwa, that is everything. And if I don't see another sunrise, all I ask is that you go to my Anani and you tell her that I did everything I could. <sighs> I 
and she deserved someone who could have given her the quiet life that she wanted. Yaya is uh, doing a sniffle. He's doing his best not to cry. He's very frustrated. Elwa regards you coolly as you pour your heart out. And once you finish speaking, he's silent for an agonizingly long minute. Before he says, So you can testify that the, that Maggie Albright was dabbling in infernal sources of power. She was, and she was working with, um, Another, another regent. I can't remember who at the moment. Uh, is that the player not remembering or? Yeah, that's the player not remembering. I remember, I'd say he might remember. Isn't uh, it like the region of Chicago or something? Regent of Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Uh, and she, she was Karna. working with... She was re working with the regent of Milwaukee, uh, Karna. They came up with this ritual themselves. They've been doing this in the in the shadows, trying to gain power. You've done more to protect house and clan Tremere. Then you'll know. The infernalism is how you say it. whatever. There have been those of us who have pursued knowledge through those means. But the sloppiness I always thought Maggie was more intelligent than that. You will not be punished for taking such drastic measures to ensure the safety of the pyramid. In fact, you will be rewarded with a reintroduction to the transubstantiation of the Seven upon conclusion of our business in the city. You will also be coming with me back to New Orleans when this is all said and done for that right to take place and you will stay until I have released you again. Yes, sir. 
However, you have quite the predicament here. But as I see it, it's not as complicated as you seem to see it as. I may be an outsider, but I've studied the patterns of politics in this city. If the Anarchs want the prince there, but the Gangrel have inflated themselves with infernal abominations, and the Sabbats are after said infernal abominations. One could always give this about what they want. Between the destruction of one of their war packs and our successful decontamination ritual, I don't see the Inquisition as sitting in the position of strength. Power vacuums are messy, yes, but I don't think the Sabbat have the numbers or the pull for any more brazen attempts to take the city. That ritual we performed rendered their vitae infertile. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's wonderful. I was so... I wasn't sure what that was for. But I am glad that it is... It has it is, it is been working. I, sorry, I am... Um, I'm not going to lie to you, that ritual, it hurt me. It hurt me so much that I, um... I took up smoking again. Gives you a sad smile. Okay, I also picked up a trick. <laughs> it's nothing more than a parlor trick for now. Um, but uh, I now have one of the paths of flame, and I'm no more using um, no more using cigarette lighters for me. <laughs> I commend you in your growth and your resilience and your commitment to the clan. May may I make a request? I know I am in no position to make a request. You may make it. I may or may not acquiesce. Two things. If we are, if you are to help with uh, the defense of 
well, any night, any night now that Gangrilla are going to attack my hospital to try to take out Lucio. Which means also any night now, another group may also try to work with them or work around them or something like that. If you are to help in defense, please spare the possible, uh, spare my, uh, <clears throat> spare my, my, my out of character. What are they called? The, um, the people who are, who, uh, they're not minions and they're not ghouls. What are they called? Uh, your employees? Not employees. Um, the people that I have to give blood to. My brain is farting. Your herd. Not, not, not the herd. Um, if we have to get blood to, are the ghouls? They are ghouls. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So please spare my ghouls and my coterie. I fear my coterie are my friends. I understand that uh, connections. Well, my ghouls, my coterie, and my girlfriend. Um, my my coterie, they each follow their own hearts, and they mean well. But something tells me some of them are up to something very stupid. Um, my second ask is that if I am to go back to New Orleans, please let me bring my Anani with me. If she will, if she wants to go, I can make that decision for her. But she will have to acquire her own tolerance for the prince. But she may come. Thank you. Now, to your power vacuum situation. I will defend your home. Your... Uh, how you say? Animal infestation problem? Is a trivial enough issue to solve. I go on. So I, I thank you for that. I I've picked up some tricks, but I I'm not sure. If um, they they have so many numbers, I wasn't sure if anybody but you would be able to help.
Are you aiming to preserve the power of your Prince Lucio? I am aiming for him not to be assassinated. If that makes sense. If someone was to call for praxis and they were to do it honorably, that's fine. But to have amassed an army going against what the Camarilla stands for and then attack in hoping to swarm him, that's not right. If she was any kindred of if she was any kindred, I would I would care to have there. At the top. She'd do things more honorably. So, who stands at the top, I don't particularly care. I just need that person to be honorable. And I can already see, she plays dirty. When she, and that means that once she gets to the top, she will run this city dirtily. And I am above playing in the dirt. As you should be. You have my support. I suggest you find others who can come to your aid. If the numbers are as great as you seem to understand them to be, You'll need more than me. Yeah. I'm going... I hate the Anarchs, but I'm going to go to them. They are conniving, and I don't know how they move the way they do, and why the way they move the way they do. I don't trust them, but I don't think they want Lucio gone. Or else they would have done it. I think they could have done it easily. I don't know what they're up to, though. They're sneaky. And I know I can trust the Banu Hakim. I know I can trust the Nosferatu. Everybody else is, I, I don't know. I, I don't know these people. They are no friend of mine. Very well. I would suggest working on your coalition building. I will do. You're running out of time. I don't know how many nights I have, but it's not long because they threatened to kill me and everybody I love if I uh, snitched. So. That was also a thing that the Gangrel said. So, don't get me wrong. They can't kill everybody I love because I swear if any Gangrel was to come near you, I'd feel bad for them. A soft smile graces his lips as he 
leans back in his seat. Wow. The night it wanes. I have thinking to do and news to break. What are you going to do? What will you tell the upper echelon of the Chamir? That house cleaning is in order. There will be an inquisition of our own in the near future. This ritual is an existential threat to the pyramid. Agree. Now go. Yes, sir. I have I have much to do now. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, we'll um, leave the car and take an extremely deep breath. He doesn't breathe, but he feels like he was holding his breath that entire time. Um, and he will hop on his bike and voice message and send, he, he, he would then send a text via voice from his helmet to Anani and say we're going to have to have a little conversation um this fan a fan has gotten very shitty and I need a shower What a coincidence. So do I. And so, yeah, yeah, we'll go home. And I think for the rest of the night, unless anything else happens, um, he's probably just going to talk to Anani about his about what he has uh, spoken to. What, what about what he uh, talked to uh, to 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 Elwa about? All right. Next up is therapy. Yeah. I think MB like sits in his car a bit, just like rubbing his hands over his jeans as he just like tries to psych himself up, thinking just both thinking about why this is both a good and a bad idea to come here. He then just takes a breath, grabs his mask and hat, covers his face, and quickly goes inside 
The receptionist is sitting at her desk when you walk in. Hello. Do you have an appointment? Um, I have actually, uh, called last night and was told that, um, I, I actually, I can actually be a walk-in. Uh, yes, Mr. Bull. Uh, yes. Dr. Kitagawa is ready for you. Thank you. <sighs> he takes a breath and he goes in. Archon Miranda Kitagawa is sitting patiently in her leather back chair in her office. She smiles as you walk in. It's nice to see you again, Abby. He nods, taking off the hood, taking off the hat, taking off the mask. It's good to see you too, Doctor. And um, he'll just stand still for a second before going and to take a seat. You seem agitated. Yes, I am. What's happened since the last time you came to visit me? <laughs> that was a few days ago, wasn't it? It was. It was almost a week. Yeah. It was a very, very, very long week. Take your time. Okay, well... Take a breath. <laughs> Tell me at your own pace. Okay. Don't rush. You've still got plenty of moonlight left. Okay, uh, he just uh, kind of like throws up his hands a little bit, slaps his knee, slaps his lap, and just like, well, I guess I can tell you some good news that happened. Uh, so, um, there was someone, there was a pimp in my area, in my territory, in my territory that I eventually figured out he was giving me bad info about some Sabbat movement. I've paid him a visit and now I've and now I pretty much run his business while he's if he knows what's good for him he's already left the city by now. So I've started becoming more active with you know I guess with things, with people actually not just running around in the shadows, being a vigilante. I am actually doing stuff. Securing your domain is always an excellent step towards peace of mind. 
for lack of a better term, for most kindred. Yeah. The knowledge that you're in control of <laughs> your immediate environment. Yes, in control. In control. Uh, uh, is, there something, is there something funny about that? That in that that's pretty much the only good news I have. Just out of the whole entire week. <clears throat> I'm all ears if you're willing to talk to me about the rest of it. There's something I need to know first. And I hope you don't take this the wrong way. I, I just needed to confirm with me something. Are you a therapist first, or are you an Archon first? Well, you're sitting here in this office with me. I'm a therapist first. He nods slowly, just takes a deep breath. Yeah. Good to know. How much do you know about the ongoing battles that's been going around the city? I'm pretty sure Lucio or some others must have passed something up the chain to you. I tend not to rely on official narratives too mm. much when I do my work as an Archon. I'd like to gather my information firsthand. So I've been fairly well appraised as far as what's been going on in the city. I know that you've done excellent work in clearing out the Sabbat from your domain. I know that the Tremere have been all but annihilated. The court is currently operating out of the clinic of the sheriff. Mm -hmm. And several people are making moves. Yes. I may know a thing or two about the moves, but that's not the reason I am... Agitated. He takes a breath, swallows, and says, The reason I'm agitated is because what I have to tell you, I don't know if you'll let me walk out of here as soon as I tell you about it. There's only one way to find out. If you need to get it off your chest, remember, 
here in this office. I'm your therapist first, your Archon second. Took a deep sigh again and closes his eyes, swallows. In the back of his mind, he says, Hannah, just in case, be ready. He then opens his eyes and he starts by saying, well, as you know, I was part of a raid on one of the Sabat headquarters and um, one of the leader there was the one that killed my sire. And I asked personally to be a part of that raid. I even had the sheriff go to his to his sire and get me some special weapons. Some brass knuckles that would make it hurt even more when I found her. And I did find her. I waded through a sea of sabots just dusting them as I went letting others under my command take 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 the charge and clear them out as I went straight t- towards the head of the serpent. <clears throat> I busted into the room. She was there by herself. She smiled and I was able to get a good blow on her, but... We locked eyes, and she ordered me to drink her life's blood. She forced me to commit diablery on her. That explains the two R's. That's it. He he pauses for a second, and then he just smiles and starts laughing, <laughs> just laughing hysterically and rubbing his face. Just <laughs> both hands, both both hand, his his face onto his 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 hands onto his face, <laughs> just laughing. Hysterically, and eventually taking a breath and letting out a sigh, and just like just feeling all that tension just leave his body and just staring at the ceiling slightly. <sighs> yes, he sighs, looking back at her. Yes, that is the reason why. (laughs) He still has some tremors of giggles and a smile across his face. He's just like, (sighs) just realizing just 
she already... She already knew something was up. She already knew... That... Something was up, and... That... He, he, there was just so many scenarios in his mind of how this is going to go down, and her having Auspex was not one of them. That high of an Auspex was not one of them. <sighs> yes, I've never committed Diablo before, but from what I've been told, apparently this is abnormal. It is. And first, I apologize for not gaining your consent before taking a peek, but it's standard practice for my job both as therapist and archon too you know it's yeah, right i understand i mean i kind of do the same but more with like a passphrase with friends you know like basically who i the only people that i trust know my real name and I usually, that's usually how I'm able to know that they're them, because, you know, as part of my clan, it is very easy for people to impersonate others. Oh, trust me, I, I get it. Unfortunately aware of that. Yeah. But your, I don't blame you for falling victim to dominate like that. Yeah, it's think... a violation. There's still just a part of me that feels immense guilt because I told myself the reason I was going on this crusade going on this fucking warpath was because I I thought that if I killed her that maybe maybe in a way would free Lydia somehow but even that I even failed at that you know <laughs> just always feels like whenever I have a plan whenever I think I know what to do and how to do it I always no matter what I always end up in a worse situation whether it be with fights whether it would be trying to do a big political move and and whenever I try to just work the social game, I just it always seems to end in failure. 
If everything ended in failure, you wouldn't be able to be sitting here telling me that you failed. You'd just be dead. He takes a breath and nods at that. And even if things don't go the way you planned, there's always room for improvement and learning. As long as you're still able to wake up in the evening and go about your day and go about your night, there's still time. You know, slowly takes a breath and says, it, it just feels like with how things are ramping up, how people are moving, how they're consolidating, how they're planning. I just feel like whatever decision I make Whatever steps I have planned, I just can't help but feel as if no matter what I do these coming nights, these nights that are going to be probably even more bloody than the last couple, the last couple weeks, I feel like at this point, with everything on a knife edge, I am going to slip and fall again. And this time, I don't think I'll be able to talk to you. If I do. The jihad makes victims of us all. Even if you win, you are still bound by your decisions. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't make those decisions. Your perfectly sound of mind and you're perfectly justified in exercising your will over your surroundings being stepped on isn't in our nature not even for a Nosferatu I guess that leads into the other problem. You know, the first problem, I guess, is that I'm starting to question if this is my will. It's starting to scare me that the line between where I end and 
and she begins is blurring a bit. I've... Are you, are you able to speak with her? He sighs and nods. Yeah. She can even manifests as an illusion in front of me sometimes. I can even feel her. It, I... I've... Ever, ever since this whole shit with the Sabbat have started, I have crossed so many lines that I made that I drew myself and I have crossed them and sometimes they're by force sometimes it was by my own impulsiveness and so it's just with everything that I've done I'm starting to just wonder who the hell even am I anymore She is quiet for a beat. She seems to be studying you, seems to be doing some mental math in her head before she finally speaks up. Would you care to do a grounding exercise with me? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. Close your eyes. He hesitates for a second, but does so. Just only a little bit tense, though, but he still closes his eyes. And as a voice snakes in between your ears and out into your mind, are you really going with this psychobabble bullshit? He grunts a little bit and says, You're the one who was... You also was the one who said, Hey, let's go talk to her. Maybe she actually has some ideas of what's going on with us. I was thinking that you would do your duty as a new Anarch leader and eat the fucking Archon. Come on, seventh generation, Ventru, you really think she can withstand us? not about if we can win or not it's about it's about f fucking knowing what I am anymore I don't I don't know what I want I know what you want and I know what everyone else tells me I want everyone Tells me what I want. Miranda's voice cuts through the tension in your mind. MB, focus on my voice. 
he's starting to panel a little bit, gripping, gripping the edges of the chair, kind of slight the chair slightly creaking under his strong, strong grip. But he he tries to he tries to let the rage go a bit. Tries to focus on her. Put out your hands and name three things in this room that you can touch. He gulps slightly and nods. He takes a breath and says, The chair I'm sitting on. He then lets it go lets it let it go and he slowly and carefully tries to move his hands, trying not to knock anything over. See what's around him. You put your hands up and there's a lamp next to you. You can feel the metal stock leading up to the light bulb. I, I feel the lamp. Yeah, yes, it's a, it's a lamp. There's, yeah, there's the there's the light bulb. Yeah. You put your chair out. You put your hand out feeling that there's not really anything that you can really feel before you feel a hand take yours he flinches slightly freezing for a second before he slowly curls his fingers around the hands and holds it gently I, I feel a hand Good. Now, let your senses wander. Name three things you can hear that aren't in your head. And I'm going to need you to make a perception and alertness. A difficulty yeah. five. Now successes. You feel like yourself becoming overwhelmed. Hannah ramps up her incessant whining in your head. You have your, you have her hand. Just drag her closer and let the kiss do the rest. It's really that easy. You wouldn't know how many times you've done it. It'll I'm not. Easier every time. I'm not gonna find that out. Miranda's voice cuts through the silence in the air and says, MB, focus. 
Right. 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 And as you begin to let your senses wander, you can smell, you, you can hear the faint tapping of the secretary on her keys on the keyboard. You can hear cars drive by in the night. You can hear the faint buzzing of the internal air conditioning in the apartment in, in the office. And things begin to start to resolve. Could I get a self-control? And awareness. Okay. Difficulty? Six. I'll spend a point of willpower on this. Alright. Five successes. <laughs> As... Miranda continues to guide you through understanding where your sensory inputs are and what is around you and what you are in your surroundings. You begin to feel Hannah start to drift. something strange happens. Hannah has begun, her soul seems to have lifted somewhat from you, but there's an imprint. A bit of bleed. Part of her is now inside of you, and part of you is now inside of her. Yes. Not much you're acutely aware of. And all of a sudden, she comes crashing back down on top of you. And can I get a self-control roll? Difficulty. Eight. Spending another willpower because this feels important. Thank God I did, so one success. <laughs> one success. You feel your soul grow taut with the pressure 
of Hannah recombining with your being. It's a tangle of metaphysical limbs. And when you open your eyes, you see Miranda frowning. B, how are you feeling? Honestly, a bit confused because for a second I actually started to feel like it was only me and that both gave me some relief but it also scared me a little bit I guess it, it, I, I don't know it's just it's, it, it has been long but it's just like you know just sort of it's like I did so many mental gymnastics to try to make what this is tried to make it work for me and when <laughs> it was a bit seeing that it's a bit easier to do this it made me I guess a little bit ashamed that I did so much to try to justify it and at the same time, I just realized that there was a darker part of me that latched onto her, that did like what she was saying. I see. I have a few ideas on the path forward for you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I could try to manually extract Hannah from your soul. At the moment, she seems to be almost a parasitic entity feeding off of your ability to do things, leeching off of your agency. trying to live vicariously through you. Which means she's not 100% 
merged with you. Second, I could try to help you reconcile your differences between the two of you. A negotiated settlement. Unfortunately, that means you'll be in near constant negotiations with what's effectively a demon. It feels like that's already where I'm at. Yeah. It's more that I can give you tools to have the upper hand in those negotiations. But the third is a little more extreme. The first one wasn't? The first one I've only ever seen done once. The second, the, the second is something that I know is possible. But the third is something that I've actually helped do. And that is a full transition. Accelerate the process and make sure that your consciousness rises to the top. He nods slowly and <clears throat> swallows clears of thoughts. And I'm guessing that if I don't rise to the top, she does. That's certainly a possibility. Another possibility is that you rise to the top, but your clan does not. Blank slowly, it's like, oh, oh, I, I guess that explains it a bit. I've, I don't have a reflection anymore, so I guess that sort of explains what's been going on, kind of. I think that's more to do with the fact that she's trying to replace you. And so she's imposing her weaknesses on top of yours. Or that's just something that happens. The process may already be started. <laughs> So, with the third option, there's there's a chance that she could be in control and still be a Masambra, but could be a Nosferatu. But 
then if I gain control, I could be a Nosferatu or a Lasombra. Correct. That I was not expecting to feel as sad about that as I am. The possibility of me not being a Nas anymore, that that's making me sadder than I thought. He sighs as he puts his head, his hand, his head in his hand again, wiping his face, taking a deep breath, and just, <laughs> you know, I just, God, why is it when, you know, I've, I've been complaining these last few nights, thinking that everything I've been told, like, all my wants are what people are telling me that I want, but here I am faced with a choice and it's I I, I I've just been I just don't know what I want anymore If I let you have some time to think about this, can you promise that you won't be a danger to yourself? I'll try not to be, but as I said before, Things are, uh, are moving, and time is short, and I don't know where I'm going to be standing when everything kicks off. I'll be here when you have when you've made a decision. He nods slowly. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> she gives your hand a squeeze. Oh, let's go.
I think he just sits there silently, contemplating everything, just, just weighing all of his options, thinking about everything, thinking about what's going to happen soon, thinking, just trying to think of what he needs to do, what he wants to do. And then, I think, he sort of remembers something. And there's just the tiniest spark in his face, in his eyes. Takes a breath and nods. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Kitagawa. She gives you a warm smile. Anytime. Heath sits there for a second, recollecting his composure, and then gets up a little bit wobbly from the stress of everything that just happened. But he yeah. steals himself. He puts on his mask, his hat, his hood, and he walks out. He'll politely give a wave to the receptionist as he leaves. He'll head to his car. Go ahead. She gives, I don't, she gives you a smile as you go by. He goes to the car. He just sits there, leans back in his chair, stares at the roof of the car, lets out a long sigh. I forgot what I wanted, but I remember. He then pulls out his phone and he calls up Alco. It rings twice before she picks up. Charlie. What's up? I got my head shrunk. Can you get out of your ass now? Yeah. I think I just realized that I really don't care about the politics anymore. I just, there's something else I need to focus on, but I'll, I'll, I'll be there. Try, try not to keep, try to keep the city from going to complete shit. Because if it does, that will make what I want to do a little bit difficult. What do you want to do, Charlie? There's someone I need to find. Someone who I forgot. Someone that 
I couldn't save. Probably still can't, but... I at least want to try to find her. Well, give me a ring if I can help. Maybe. But... Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm sorry for blowing up at you last night. It's fine. Water under the bridge. <laughs> yeah. And I think things are going to be more difficult if Ivy's in charge, so... Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just wanted to call and tell you that, that I'm sorry and that, that I, 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 I'm just tired of the politics, honestly. <laughs> Just, uh, try to keep your head on a swivel. Sometimes politics is just something that happens to you. Yeah, you've told me that once before. That's good advice. Yeah. Thank you. Well then, hang up. He'll then call Jimmy. Hello, hello, hello. Hmm. What's up? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, just had my. I had some clear thoughts and stuff. I think I kind of realize is that I don't really care who's in charge. I just don't like the Sabat. I don't like Ivy. I don't like Alco. Don't like Lucio. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think the plan is to... At least the plan right now is to try to... Try to at least make them take care of each other. If we can swing that somehow and try not to be swept in the vortex of the shitstorm that's approaching. Who's gonna be on top once the, once the dust is settled? Well, 
honestly. I don't know. It could be... Could be me. Could be you. Could be Yaya if you wanted to. Honestly. Honestly, whatever happens, I just... At the end of it, there's one goal that I need to pursue before I can actually just move on. What's that? When I was stabbed, beaten, left for dead in that alley, a friend of mine was kidnapped. I need to find her. I need to know what happened to her. So that way I can... I can either... hold on to the last shreds of my old life or... try to make a new one. I just need to know... Is that... I started out doing that, trying to go after crooked cops. But with just the nature of how we are, things kept coming up and things kept getting forgotten. I am going to make it through these next couple of nights. I'm going to try to make sure that I have the people that I care about with me too, or as many of them as I can. And then I'm going to try to find her. Wish you luck. Yeah. And in case you need my two cents, you're a much better pick for heard in these fucking cats than I am. <laughs> he laughs and just says, yeah, I, though I think that's more, <laughs> you, I think you're saying that just because you want me to be the bullet magnet while you do the things in the shadows. <laughs> Honestly, I'm fine with that. Hey, we're a good team, kid. Yeah. Why ruin a good thing? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. I'll mention it, kid. You need my help finding that friend of yours? You give me a call. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'll, he'll let Jimmy hang up first, and then he'll make one last call. All right. It will be to Iris. She picks up on the first ring. Charlie, what's up? Hey. So, shitstorm incoming. Uh, massive. Uh, probably going to decide the fate of the city. Uh, okay. I mean, what else is new, honestly? Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why? Why? Why are you calling me for that? What do you want me to do? I'm gonna. When I ask you this, let me. I want you to know that I don't mean any offense by it, and you can be as honest as possible. If given the option, who would you stand with? Me or Alco? She's quiet for a second. You took the fight to the Sabbat. You fought with us, you blood with us. As far as I'm concerned, you have my support. And you probably have a bunch of other people's support too. Yeah. Okay. So, try to see who else isn't afraid of Alco. And if people who are ask you what's going on, just tell them that with that you heard for the, through the grapevine that bad things are going to happen, and we need to make sure the Sabbat don't try to retake territory they lost, which honestly is kind of true too. Right. Yeah. And try to gather them. And I will speak with them. And I I want to speak to everyone that you can find. Alright. Give me a couple nights. I'll see what I can dig up. I know you. I, I know you can do it. Thank you. No problem. I think he kind of lingers on the call a bit trying to figure out if they need to say anything more to each other. She and eventually hangs up. Presumably to go. Yeah. And find your army. Yeah. His eyes as he <sighs> leans back. Hex, he texts the group chat of the Coterie and says, Alco might come and kill me because I might be poaching some Anarchs to, to work for me. 
So, if she asks any of you about anything, please say that it's because I don't want Sabat back in my part of town when the shit show happens. I'm I'm just going to text back. I'm going to stop you right there, Chief. She ain't asking me anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to text back and I said, I'll let you know. I will let you know. Okay. Yeah. And then he'll take a sigh of relief. (laughs) Smile a bit. (sighs) At least this time I'm... (laughs) He just talks to himself just says, at least this time I have a goal that's beyond the current situation, so that's nice. Another reason to try to keep alive. (laughs) He then sighs, starts his car, and drives off. Where do you want to meet Jimmy? Um, where do I want to meet Jimmy? I didn't think I would have a choice. Um, where are you attempting to meet Jimmy? Is this probably the better question? Okay. I do I know any other living Nosferatu besides Sad Boy? MB, that's his name. I don't know if you do. But you you're in your capacity as a bully boy, you have means with which to contact him. I will go through those means. Alright. Um Yeah, I I don't know. I I assume that they'll given what I've heard about Jimmy, I assume she has no control. She's assuming she has no control over where they meet. That's probably a safe assumption. So, you make your calls. And eventually you get a text message from an unknown number with just an address at a Kmart out of Wilkinsburg. Not too far off 
from where your haven is. How considerate of them. I'll head over. This is the same night, right? Is there somebody already there when she gets there? It is an empty parking lot outside of an abandoned Kmart. Uh, I think she gets immediately distracted because I've gotten immediately distracted and she's going to start looking over her bike to see because she's remembered that it was given to her by Alco. She wants to see if there's any bombs in it. Uh, give me... Perception and technology. I don't know that I have technology. Um, if, if you don't have technology, you have no idea what you're looking at. Da, da, da. Let's see. Nope. Mm. No, I just have like investigation and occult and medicine. That's all of my knowledge is. That's entirely fair. Yeah, it's just a bike. Wild. Okay. Eventually, Maybe she'll ask Nosferatu to check it for bombs. Eventually, a black SUV pulls into the parking lot. Mm. and parks right beside you. Ooh. The man on the driver's seat rolls down his window and tosses you a black hood and says, get it. She'll hop in the back and pull the hood over her head. I honestly don't think she cares enough to even try to tell where they're going. Yeah. After about half an hour of zigzagging through the city, the car stops and the door next to you opens and you hear someone slide in. And then the car starts driving again. And Jimmy Holtzman speaks up and says, Ah, Miss Crane. I was expecting a call from you tonight. To be honest, I never thought I'd need to interact with you. 
what do I owe this exquisite pleasure to? Um, to be clear, Helen still has that hood on. Yes, Is she... unless, unless you've taken it off. No, she's not taking it off unless it's taken off, like, or she's told to take it off. Um, she says, uh, right. Well, I think MB said he's been talking to you about what's been going on. B and I talk a lot about a lot of things. Um, how? Huh. Yeah. So, um, do... I don't want the gangrel to rule the city. I don't think anyone but the gangrel wants the gangrel to rule the city. Nor do I want Lucio to rule the city. See, now that's interesting. Is it? Nah. He's weak. Yeah, yeah. Old Lucio's been losing grip over the past few months. It's honestly kind of sad. I had high hopes for the guy. But, you know, princes come, princes go. Hmm. I was talking with my sire. She said you might be a good fit, or at least somebody near you. It, if I wanted to be the prince, I would have staked Lucio in the fucking back 20 fucking years ago. Do you want one of yours to be the prince? Why do you want to know? Because I want to know if I can throw my hat in with you, good sir. Huh. Well. I think it's about as useful as about as useful as a prince as tits on a bull. Lucio is quickly losing what little power he already has after this little sabbat incursion and Alko is doing her best to prop him up so I've heard so he reaches over rips off the hood from your head. She blinks at him. What do you want with what's left of Pittsburgh? Nothing. Excellent. Uh, Rodney, you can take us back to Kmart. Why is that excellent? Because it means you, Miss Crane, have nothing to lose. 
Um, I have something to lose, but nothing to do with the politics of this city. So, what can you do for me and mine in this little coup d'etat? I've recently made some friends in the, uh, it's not called the shadow in this setting. What the fuck is it called? The Umbra. I've recently made some friends in the Umbra who are interested in a sting me. Uh, uh, fucking Malkavians, of course. So, uh, what do your friends in the Umbra have to say about Lucio? They want me to help spark some sin in the city, specifically with somebody I'm close to. Mm -hmm. And in return, they'll help me kill the prince. Uh-huh. And do you have any concrete details on how this is actually going to go about? Or is this just weird spirit wujoo bullshit? Even from what I've seen of her, she's she seems rather powerful. But I don't really know too much about spirits. I just... I know that I want Lucio gone. And short of driving him mad, I don't think I can do it myself. So I need help. And real, really, I'd like somebody to fill the vacuum. All right. If you have people who know more about spirits and could maybe explain, get the finer details, I mean, I wouldn't mind. All the people that I knew that have dealings with spirits are either sitting in a are either sitting in a mansion in North Shore, or they burned in UPMC Mercy. I might have connections in the North Shore, but that doesn't solve our material problems, now, does it? Well. See, I've never killed a prince before. I'm not really sure what the material problems are that I need to solve. Easy. You isolate your target. Strip away all their support. I need to get him out of the hospital, is that what you mean? You need to take care of Alco, dipshit. You. Why a dipshit? You could call me literally anything. If you had two brain cells to rub, to rub together, I'd give you a much nicer epithet. I mean, I was I wanted to kill Alco anyway. I just hadn't broached it yet. Why don't you and your little spirit friends focus on that and? I'll think of a good way to get rid of old Lucio. Deal? 
deal. Ah, oh, excellent. I always love some good Malkavian on Malkavian violence. Best cage fights ever. I'll be honest, the last time I did Malkavian on Malkavian violence, it was an accident and it didn't go well. Oh? Well, for the other guy. <laughs> oh, oh, kid. You're a natural shitster. It feels like that's all I do these days. Well, it's a good thing that you don't care about anything that goes on in the city anymore. So you can do your job and you can fuck off. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds really good. Hmm. Okay. I'll he focus on killing Alco. He puts out a hand to shake. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. What? Can I make a roll to see if I do something dumb or not? You are the only one who can decide if you want to do something dumb. Uh, okay, yeah. You can you can flip a coin if you like. I mean, she she's I think she's going to play up the the crazy Malkavian thing and like spit in her hand and give him a wide toothy grin while she shakes. He doesn't seem to flinch. He just grins back. Cool. Well, that went better than I expected. We're Nos. We don't care about filth. It wasn't really the filth. It was the theatrics. You get the feeling that Jimmy appreciates theatrics. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Okay. I think that's my thing accomplished with Jimmy. Um. I could go talk to, um, what's, um, summer, or you could move on. I don't mind either way. We've only got about half an hour, so I'd like to move on and we can talk to summer next time. All right. Gabriella. Hello. How are you getting into contact with your furry friends? So, I remember the last time I spoke with, I believe it was one of the girls of the group, that yeah. she said that they would be around in the city and that they would be quote-unquote watching. So, I think Gabriella is going to try and take a lovely nighttime stroll and start to head away from the city more towards the woods that she first met them at and is going to try and um i i guess 
the best way to say this is she's trying to throw out signals that if someone was paying attention to would be obvious for hey if someone's watching me i want to meet or talk kind of like like looking around behind her looking around like when she's walking and moving that kind of thing give me charisma and streetwise difficulty five charisma and streetwise it's Go with. Have one dot of streetwise. Hooray. That's going to be. Cold. Alright. Christmas streetwise. Slash roll. 5d10. Greater than 5. Alright. Greater than 5. Three successes. Yeah. It only takes about 45 minutes of walking through the city making yourself as visible as you possibly can before you feel a much smaller woman come up behind you and give you a hug from behind <laughs> hello there hey I, um, was wondering if I could have a meeting with you and yours. I delivered the ring as you wanted. Oh, it's... we know. I was wondering if you and your fellows would like more opportunities to stir up chaos in the city. <laughs> okay. Come on, silly. Let's get you someplace safe to talk. And she snakes her arm around your waist and grabs your hand and begins dragging you with more force than Tina Walker should be able to muster into a car. Gabriella does not resist her fight back in any way. She just follows along because a she a she wants to give a good impression and b she knows that she can't resist even if she tried yeah tina drives you uh to a hotel in downtown pittsburgh and she takes you up to the 12th floor down the hall and she knocks on a she gives a distinct sequence of knocks on the door and Harry the wild looking silent one opens the door looks either way down the hallway and lets the two of you in and you are inside an absolutely trashed hotel room there's bits of food all over the place. You're pretty sure that there's blood on the wall. These people live in a pigsty, it seems. Hmm. I mean, doesn't surprise good, her because of the motel that they stayed in earlier. <laughs> it's a good thing you don't breathe because 
the uh, slowly rotting corpse of a prostitute is currently laying on one of the beds. Gabriella will take a look around and gives a soft smile and a chuckle and says, Ah, good to see you are all still in the same manner of taste as when we last met in the motel. Yeah. The Alpha stretches his flannel just kind of flapping on the other side of his bare chest and he grins and says what can we do for you Miss Gabriella I came here looking to make perhaps an interesting offer to you and your fellows here I as you no doubt are aware have delivered your ring to Octavian as requested and I am very certain that he is having the time of his life with it, much to his eventual detriment. But I came here because I know I know not much about you and yours, but I do know a little bit about spirits. And I do know that the spirit that you gave me, which was bound into the totem, with the fetish was a bane and quite a nasty one at that and from what I know of wolves such as well usually wolves are not in the general business of being dealing in bane unless they are of a different breed And if you're dealing in Banes, you must like when there is lots and lots of high emotion and high chaos. That breeds a lot of Banes. I have come here with an offer to you of information that the city is soon going to be erupting into violence and bloodshed of a grand and massive sort. There's going to be an attempt made on the life of our prince of our city the next few days and then many more following that. And in the chaos of this situation, I think you and your compatriots here could possibly stand to gain a lot if there is the right level of chaos in the city. What would you have us do? Hmm. That is a good question, and one that I think wholly depends on how willing you are. I want you to, or not all of you, maybe just a couple of you, 
to help me in a little matter. The false wolves of our city are the ones trying to kill our prince. The Gangrel, I am sure you know of them. The mm, ones who like yeah. to play around being like you? Yeah, the cosplayers, we know. We are going to be fighting them. It's a foregone conclusion. They are coming to attack the prince. But we are going to be attempting to massacre them. All of them. If, if I have my way, there will not be a single gangrel left alive by the end of the night. And after that, me and my compatriots are going to be attempting our own little coup against our prince. And against the Anarchs city. In fact, mo a lot of the power structures of the city are going to topple soon. And that's going to breed a lot of violence, a lot of death, a lot of chaos, and all kinds of delicious fear and anger. The Alpha stands up and starts kind of sauntering towards you. And is that all you have to offer? If there is something more you would like, name your price. I have much I could give. Or much that I could acquire for you in the city. If there is something you want, I will do it for you. There's, uh... There's a spirit. That we want to make at home here as much as we possibly can. And for that to happen, we need to give her the right supplication. You and your little family you play at honoring the right kinds of spirits bring us one of your little will workers and we'll make sure They understand the right practices. No offense, but you're used meat. 
We get something a little fresher, a little younger, a little more pliable for what we need to do. Will my family member return alive? Oh, of course. We won't harm hair on their pretty little heads. We just... want to teach them a few things. I think that expanding knowledge is always a good thing. So I will talk to them and convince one of them to come and hear you out and listen to what you have to teach. You deliver on your end. We'll make sure that your little bloodletting party goes off the fucking rails. Very well. Where should I meet you? Back here at this hotel when we are ready? We'll be here for another week or two. Okay. It's pleasure. It was a pleasure meeting you again, Mr. Case. Yes? I believe that is your name. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll leave it at that. You don't get to know my actual name. Well then. It was a pleasure seeing all of you again. And I will see you again once I have recruited one of my families to partake in your lessons. Tina, take our friend out uh, to the curb. And Tina Walker takes you by the hand and leads you out of the room and out the front of the hotel. She kisses your hand and slinks back into the building. Once she is, once she, they've returned back into the building, she's going to slowly start making her way away from there, feeling a lot more nervous and a lot more, a lot more self-conscious about the choice that she's just made, especially because learning magic, especially the kind of magic she practices, can be done the wrong way, and learning certain secrets can change a person, and she's not sure what exactly she's going to be signing them up for. But, she's going to start making her way back home, and I think on the way, she's going to pick up her phone, and she's going to call MB. He's a little surprised, but... He'll pick up. Uh, I, I'm get like I, I think he's probably just like sitting outside Marley's place, just waiting for her to get back from work. It's like, <clears throat> yeah, what's up, Gabriella? 
I might have potentially secured us allies for what is to come, but I am... I am unsure of what I am going to have to do to secure their support. You know... Now... What I'm going to say, I'm not going to say to be mean. I, I want you to know that. <laughs> Sorry, bug. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually me in real life. I'm, no. I'm trying to kill cockroach. If you're like slamming, that's me. Uh, I haven't heard anything. Cockroach. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, Discord. Oh, thanks, Discord, for knowing it, for for canceling out me slapping my shoe against a cockroach. Uh, <clears throat> right. <sighs> like, I, I'm I'm saying this not to be me, but. The last time you tried to make a deal, you tried to, like, make friends with allies with someone, make allies with people, a lot of innocent people ended up dead, and the Anarchs ended up hating you. Oh, I don't give a shit about the Anarchs hating me. The innocent people I do regret, but... Yeah, uh, I'm just... This is a much more personal cost, and one I'm unsure if I'm comfortable with it. I am required to bring one of my family to learn secrets of magic, but I'm not sure the kind of magic they would be learning would be healthy for them. If you think... He, he, he pauses for a second. Silence, and then his voice comes in low and serious and says, If you think that a member of your family will be in danger by this. Absolutely do not go through it. I've... I've been told by someone that maybe the Hannah thing in my head can be resolved. And one of the ways there's a chance I could no longer be a Nos, but a Lissombra instead. I'm not going to choose that way. Because, yes, I know probably at some point, or even now, Jimmy's playing me. It's what we do. I've accepted that. But even though he's playing me, he's blood, he's family, he's a family that I actually chose to have, kind of a family that I actually like, a family that actually accepted me. And I would never give that up. I'm... Thank you for the advice. I'm... Yeah. I think I'm going to talk it over with the family and see if it's something they would want. Just... Yeah, I mean, you know, you never know. One 
one of your siblings might be freaking enough to try it, or, you know, maybe your dad, your sire might actually be interested in dabbling in some forbidden stuff. Who knows? But definitely, definitely lined out what the risks are. And if they think they can handle it, just just be there for them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I hope that your night has been fruitful for you and that you have come to figure out what it is that you want without anyone else telling you what it is. Yeah. I did. It's funny because I already knew what I wanted. I just kind of forgot in all the shuffle of everything that's been going on. And it it's helped me figure out you know my choices because it has nothing to do with all of this, you know, all the politics, all the war. It's something that is very deeply personal. And all of this is a distraction from it. So I'm just going to remove the distractions. That is what I like to hear. Getting back into focus, getting back to living the life you want. Honestly, I hope by the end of this, you, me, Helen, and Yaya can all live the life we want freely. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I think I finally understand that I'm not against Lucio. I'm just not for him. But definitely against Alco. And I get the feeling that if you're against one, you have to be against both. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, Lucio's on Helen's hit list, and I'm pretty sure Helen's going to try and kill him no matter what. Yeah, probably. At this point, yeah, I, I'm i just going to let her do it. I'm just going to... I'm not going to try to actively go against her. I don't think I'm going to actively help her. But I think with some of the plans I'm doing, it's going to indirectly help her. Hmm. Like I said, I'm getting some anarch movement into my territory. Which is good. Yeah. And I'm just going to do something that no vampire has ever done. I'm just going to tell the masses the truth. By the masses, who do you mean? The Anarchs, the Anarchs. No, not, okay, not, not the mortals. Okay, that, the mortals. okay. Look, that, that I, was a little... <laughs> uh, yes, I, I understand that now. I understand. Not the mortals. God, no. Because even even I know that is... That's a bet. That is... 
beyond the worst idea ever. I, I meant, you know, the vampire proletariat, you know? If your intention is to full-on pop off and start spilling secrets, outcast secrets to the Anarchs, it is going to result in her trying to directly... I mean, right now she's probably going to kill you, but now that will make her really want to kill you. Yeah, I mean, I tried my best to sort of hide that I'm not really on her side anymore, but I get the feeling she's probably seen through me, but she's just going to, like, let, let me hang a bit just to, you know, probably cry and cut me out from under my legs or something like that. All, all we can do right now is assume that Alco knows we're go we're up to some fucked up shit. Oh, well, she already wants to try and kill me. Like, like I, I, I have full on. That's you stole a mirror from her, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so probably since you know, same coterie, she probably ha isn't fully buying it. So I just hope that I've at least bought myself enough time to, you know. Sway the minds. Hopefully. Well, I will let you get back to your night and to your, um, your planning. I will... Well, I have a lot to do tonight. I have to talk to my family. I have to go rally... I have to go rally the bully boys. Because we're going to have to make sure that the gangrel fail. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a whole thing. But... Who knows? Yeah. Well, I'm done planning for the night. I'm just gonna bang some pro. I'm just gonna bang a prostitute. Oh, great! That's He's my girlfriend, kind of. It's weird. It's complicated. I didn't ask, but thank you for the information. <laughs> yeah. I probably should just keep. I. I... Keep that on the down low. I mean, I, I, I'm congratulations. I'm happy for you, but um. If the more people you share that information with, the more, you know... Yeah, I know, I know, but I... If... If I feel like since I'm the first person you decided to call to about this, I gotta think that, you know, you... You're a good person. Like, I... I... Yeah. I... don't know if I am, but I at least want to make the effort to... I mean, I indirectly caused the death of a lot of people the other day, and it... I... usually... I think what I care about most is I care about us coming through this coming shitstorm with as many people, as many kindred alive as possible. That is my goal. As many, I don't want us to all die. Like, if, if we can somehow find a way to resolve the gangrel problem without them dying, great. But I don't see a, a way for that. So. Gabby. Hmm? My inaction led to the Sabbat infecting McKee's rocks and probably killing a lot of people too so I I know 
I just know that what what it's like to fuck up and how it feels. So, yeah. So trust me, I I get it. Um. But yeah, yeah, you know, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's not just me, uh, me and Yaya thing. I. Whenever I, t I just need to learn to when to stop talking to people, or else I'm just gonna keep talking to them. It's okay, it's okay. I I don't mind hearing what's on your mind, and do don't worry. When we're not the only ones who throw our action. I mean, if we really want to trace blame the blame game, the all all, all of this leads back to Summers in action originally. <laughs> yeah, we can play the blame game, but at the end of the day. We still have to be in charge of our own... We're responsible yeah. for our own actions. Everyone's guilty for something. And we need to accept that. What we... do with that guilt... that's going to matter. <sighs> I really should have gone... I really should have gone to therapy first. Well, hey, now that your head's on straight, we... And we know where we stand. You you weren't down for killing the print anymore. That's totally fine. We, Me and Helen, we can work around that. It's okay. like, like I said, I'm... Like I said, not against him, but not for him. So, I'm not going to protect him. But I'm not going to kill him unless I have to... Because I feel like I might have to if I want to go against Alco. That's totally fair and totally yeah. reasonable. Yeah, so. Well, you have a good rest of your night. Enjoy banging your prostitute. And, well, your girlfriend, I should say. Yeah, yeah I got a. I recently. Came in. I recently acquired a bunch of prostitutes, so yeah, I do need to identify which one is actually the girlfriend. Uh, long story. Uh, I. Long story short, I I became a pimp a couple of nights ago, so it's weird. I'm still figuring shit out. I I imagine so. I imagine it's weird to go from vigilante to pimp in a few nights. Yeah. I really should have gone to therapy first, you know? Uh, but I know... I now know what... what I need to do. And... sounds like you do too, so... let's just hope that... we can still keep being friends with the whole coterie. If you know what I mean. I have no ill will towards Yaya, even if Yaya attempts to stop what Helen and Helen wants to, Helen and I want to do. I hold I hold no ill will against him. Yeah. He's he's been nothing but kind to me since I've gotten to the city. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give him a call tomorrow. I'm pretty things are still tense tonight, I think, so I'll yes. give him a call tomorrow and just have a hopefully have a calmer conversation that is a good idea hopefully yeah. some time will do us all some good yeah well good luck with your family 
we haven't had the chance to powwow in a while, so I'm hoping that talking with all of them will help me decide what we're going to do going forwards in general. All of us together. But yeah. You... You just focus on keeping in touch with yourself and what you want. That's that's all that's important. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I'll see you later, Gabby. I'll see you later as well. And I think Gabby will hang up there, and I think that's a good place to end Gabby stuff for the evening. Yep. I'm so glad you called MB. Oh my god. I was like... Please don't go through with this. Please don't go through with the, the black spiral dancers. <laughs> I, I, I still might. I have to talk to my family first. Fair, but I'm I'm glad I'm glad MB could at least impart some morale morality onto you. <laughs> Everyone gets their baseline three XP and one to give away. That was a productive evening. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to give mine to Helen for being the first person of the group to actually have, like, a very super positive first interaction with Jimmy. I, I don't know why anybody has had a negative interaction with Jimmy. He's awesome. Yeah, well, Yaya... And MB are terrified of Jimmy. The the problem with Jimmy is that he's an unbearable cunt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. MB and Yaya are ended their you know first interactions of this game with Jimmy. Very terrified of him, some or, or at least somewhat terrified of him. So the fact that you actually seem to like actually be kind of buddies with him is. Beyond impressive to me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, no, Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't terrify Yaya, but Yaya understands that Jimmy could do bad things to him. Yeah, exactly. Reason, we're reason, we are reasonably fearful of Jimmy. Of his, um, of what he can potentially do. I would like to, so the one that was given out already was from MB to Helen. Yes. I would like to give mine to MB because I thought that that entire, like, battling within myself, oh my gosh, there, I am one. In, but in the, I am one person, but in me hey, is two wolves, and those wolves are kind of mixed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was kind of baller. Yeah, I I think so too. Yeah, I mean, like this is like the culmination of MB's frustration of everyone tells me what I want and now I have a voice constantly telling me what I might and I'm sick of it I will give mine to Yaya because Yaya breaking down to his sire and telling the whole truth and basically 
giving all of the information and be basically saying, I need your help, please, because I'm not sure I could stop what's about to happen by myself. And I, I, I really respect Yaya deciding to be bald, because probably no, Yawa could have just been like, you killed every Tremere, fuck you. But no, you, you were like, no, no, Either you, I need Elwa's support, and you went for it, and you got it. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I either lose my character, go out in a, in, in a blaze of glory, <laughs> trying to do the right thing, or, <laughs> or this works out and Elwa goes, eh, in which, thankfully, he said, eh. No, basically what you did is you wrote the ending for your character. Good. Because Elwa is not going to let you go now. Which I saw. I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, well, I know, I know how I ride into the sunset. I'm, I'm on punishment. I, I'm, I'm not allowed to leave Louisiana. <laughs> you're, you're, you're on permanent vamp daddy parole. Because basically what he's going to do is he's going to train you to be uh, a fucking aster, is what he's going to do. An aster? An aster. I'm is that sure. what Elwa is? That's what Elwa is. El hmm. Asters are basically the Tremere secret police. Oh. Yo. Yo. I mean, I get moved from sheriff to secret police. That's funny. Yeah. It really is, but and in a way, also kind of fitting. Yeah. And you get to leave this clusterfuck of a city behind you. <laughs> and if you remember correctly, Yaya loved being in New Orleans. He just didn't... His problem was he just couldn't sit there for, you know, 50 years not, not like, not aging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he goes back and like he keeps in contact with his parents a little bit. So, you know, he goes back and he can't go back to the French Quarter. Like he'd have to live in like Baton Rouge or some shit. Yeah. Uh, did everyone give out their XP? Oh. No. I give mine to Gabriella. Uh, because I I was only slightly like feeling pangs of jealousy with your interactions with Tina. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> it's like this bitch is touching my pin. <laughs> yeah, because the, the funny thing about that interaction is the spirals are like, you gotta give up one of your own. And the moment you go to your family and say, hey, I gotta give one of you up. Uh, fucking uh, Telen is gonna be like that. Oh yeah, I, I know, I know. She's the one who would want to do it the most, which is what, which is why I'm like, if I present the option, she might just agree to do it just because. Yeah. <laughs> but would she Forbid die, or would she decide to go to war, one Forbid woman army? Forbidden knowledge. What the hell? <laughs> No, she, she, she'll still be there. She just might not. It, it's kind of like Cthulhu magic. You're yeah. still there. But your mind not might not be. Yeah, she's not going to be the same talent when she gets back from the spirals. Yeah. <laughs> well, 